Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Vitamin B Show. This episode is sponsored by the VIP Inner Circle Mastermind, and that is my mastermind that helps entrepreneurs, coaches, influencers, and thought leaders make a massive impact in the world. We go over everything from 21st century marketing hacks, business development, social media growth, how to start your own podcast, how to launch your own mastermind, how to become a powerful and an effective public speaker, as well as most importantly, how to generate more sales in your business because sales is the lifeblood of any business. And in order to create a massive amount of success in your life, in your business, you have to master sales and marketing to get those clients in the door. So we're going to help you do all of that. If you guys are interested in learning more about the VIP Inner Circle Mastermind, I'm offering anyone who listens to this podcast a special bonus, which is 50% off of our regular price. So only $99 US dollars a month. Cancel at any time. No contract. It is an absolutely amazing, irresistible offer. So if you guys are interested in more details, go to brittanymichaelchuck.ca and use promo code 80OFF, 80OFF. And I'm so excited to see you in the VIP Inner Circle Mastermind and help you explode your brand and business online. With no further ado, let's introduce our next episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Vitamin B Show. I have a very special guest here who I've anticipated this interview for a while. Some of you may recognize him, John Lee Dumas, entrepreneur on fire, one of the most popular podcasts out there. And he is just doing an amazing job in this space, helping entrepreneurs, inspiring and impacting their lives in a big way. So thank you so much, John, for being here. Why don't you tell us a little bit more about who you are and what you're doing? Well, first off, vitamin B, it's great to be here. I'll bring a little vitamin J, L, and D in the house if I can make that happen. And Perfect. You, you know, I'm just a guy that seven years ago came up with an idea to launch the first daily podcast interviewing successful entrepreneurs, called it Entrepreneurs on Fire. And here we are seven years later, 2,345 episodes later, I did an episode a day for 2,000 wow. days. That's how, five wait, and a half how many years. Episodes? <laughs> 2,000 episodes in 2,000 days. Wow, that is insane. So how did you do it? I like to say the word batching. For me, you know, I had a great mentor, Jamie Masters. She's a phenomenal podcast host of The Eventual Millionaire. And back in 2012, when I was about to launch, she said, John, you're going to get burned out doing an interview every single day. And I said, but wait a second, what if I just did eight interviews in one day? And I get it, wow. that's going to be intense and long and draining, but it'll be like my Super Bowl. It'll be like, you know, how football players get ready for that one intense Sunday game. Yes. That'll be my Super Bowl. And then the other six days of the week, I can rest, I can recover, I can work on other parts of my business. So it all came down to batching, Brittany. I was batching like a baller. I love that, batching like a baller. So I know a lot of people listening, they want to start their own podcast. How do they do a, go about doing that? So here in 2019, the reality is podcasting is exploded. I mean, I oh, can't even is. say exploding because it's like already happened. Like it's already exploded. And yeah. you just, you can't find anybody, whether they're a famous actor or celebrity or talk show host, 
you go onto CNBC and Rachel Maddow is just like, oh, by the way, listen to my podcast. Like she doesn't care that people yeah. are watching her on TV. Like she, they want people on their podcast. So it's exploded. It's there. And in a lot of different areas of podcasting are saturated. However, there's still going to always be this amazing opportunity from this day forward to really find your micro niche and yes. to really identify, hey, what's the one thing that I can bring to this world? What's the one area of expertise? What's the one set of values that I can share with a listenership, with an audience that's going to be unique, that's going to be different, that's going to be something that really resonates with a certain segment of the market? And by the way, that, that segment of the market can be small. It doesn't have to be a massive, massive segment of yeah. the market. It can be a small micro niche. We've all heard the phrase 1,000 true fans. I mean, we could only be so lucky if we all had 1,000 true fans. And then you're off to the races. So step number one when it comes to podcasting, which was the direct part of your question is, listen, identify your micro niche. Now, micro niche is something that's not being just completely overblown by everybody and their mother. It's something that you've researched, you've realized is missing in this podcasting world is a void. Step into that serve people better than anybody else is, is currently doing that and become number one. Wow. <laughs> you speak so articulate and your thought processes are just so beautifully spoken. You, you clearly have a knack for, for the spoken uh, ability and to be able to podcast. I mean, I've heard your podcast and you're so fluid. You're so good at it. And uh, you inspire so many people. So what is your niche? And then also tell us more about the 1000 true fans. I know the terminology, but I think that the listeners, it would be really great sure. for them to, to hear your perspective on it as well. Well, first off, let me step back and say thank you. I received your kind compliment and your kind words about being fluid and really articulate. And guess what? I was not either of those yes. things or any of those things back in 2012 or 2013 or 2014. I was uh -huh. doing an episode a day. I was putting in the reps. I mean, Brittany, I've known you for a few years now, and I'm going to be honest with you. You've gotten a lot better speaking from stage than you were when I first met you. Because guess what? Thank you. That's what happens when we put in the reps. Yes. You've been on stage many times. I've now been on stage many times. Every time we do the thing, we get better at the thing. So I knew that I wanted to get better at speaking, at podcasting, at interviewing, at hosting, at guiding and conducting interviews. And it wasn't going to happen by not doing those things. So I just started yes. to do those things badly. And I got a little bit better every single time. And now here you and I are talking, not just seven years later, but 2,345 episodes later. And that's just for my show. I mean, I've been on thousands of other shows as well. So, I mean, I have been putting in the time, putting in the reps. Just like anybody that follows you on Instagram, Brittany, knows that you are getting up, flipping on that camera every day, and you're putting in the reps, and you're getting yes. better at doing that craft. So that's what I wanted to just, just to say first and foremost is, you know, so many people, unfortunately, look at like you, Brittany, and look at myself and they're like, I could never be that articulate. I can never be that good from stage or on camera or on the microphone, whatever. Yeah, you can't tomorrow. Yeah, you absolutely can next year or three years from now when you put in the kind wow. of work that Brittany and I have put in. And that's just absolutely going to happen. So to get to the last part of your question, which was, you know, like, what is my niche and kind of all of that area for me back in 2012, 
starting a podcast with a niche wasn't super important because there weren't that many podcasts out there. So just doing a daily podcast interviewing entrepreneurs was a niche. That's not a niche today. That's just a broad topic that everybody's doing. But back in yeah. 2012, it was completely new. It was completely revolutionary. And I was able to, thanks to First Mover Advantage, gets to be known as a podcasting guy, gets to build a big audience from that, you know, speak from stage at all the podcasting conferences and like where you and I met a few years ago at Thrive, you know, speak from stages like that and, and literally around the world because yes. I was a first mover and I was really gaining a ton of advantage from being that, having that first mover's advantage. And for a lot of people that are like, but John, but Brittany, like I, you know, I missed the boat on X, Y, or Z. Guess what? There's always another boat coming. There's always another boat coming. Just going to have your eyes open and be aware of it. I love how Gary Vaynerchuk says all the time, like all of his misadventures, all those social media channels that by the way, you or I have never heard because we're too young because he was doing way back in the day. But he's like, social cam? I've never even heard of social cam. He's like, social cam? I did that for years. And it, it, then it collapsed and like it's, everything's gone. But guess what? I took the skills I learned from putting yes. it on the social cam and brought it to YouTube, brought it to podcasting, brought it to different um, areas and mediums that he's doing. So what is that thing for you that you are literally just going to be willing and able and excited to put the reps in for, carve a niche out of that, and then wake up every single day and do it. I mean, Brittany, when's the last time you haven't flipped on Instagram, looked at, looked at the camera and shared something of value to your audience? True. Very true. I don't even know. <laughs> I, I don't even know. I mean, I haven't taken a break from Instagram in a long time. Because you're putting in the reps. You're just getting up every day and you're doing it. And you found a niche that you love and you enjoy. So why wouldn't you do it? What are you going to do? Sit around and watch Netflix all day? No, you're going to get up and do your thing. I love that. And one thing that I really took away when you were speaking is, it, and, and you talked about missing the boat, how many of us heard about podcasting years ago and how many of us didn't do anything about it. And that's, and that's so important is to be like, when you do find things is to take action and do that repetition, put in the time and effort that you need to, to perfect a skill. I agree with you. When, when we met years ago, I was just kind of like getting involved and, and really putting myself out there in a big way. And, and now we both have so many more speaking gigs under about podcasts, et cetera. And so it's, it's, it's not that we woke up one day and we're great at speaking. I used to stutter. I used to get so nervous when I was doing podcast interviews. If you go to my first podcast interview, I was shaky. I was nervous. I wasn't fluid, but it's that repetition and that practice that is so, so, so important. And that dedication. I love, I love that you woke up and you're like, Hey, this is my game day. Every single week you dedicate a time because it's not easy. It's not easy to keep appointments. How many people keep appointments? So many people reschedule. And it's like you just, you show up, you have your goals, you prioritize them and you go for it. So what is kind of that one thing that keeps you accountable for what you need to do to, to do this, everything that you do? I mean, we're only talking about podcasting. You've created an enormous amount of success in every other area of your life 
funnel creation, online marketing, branding, et cetera. What is that, what is that driver for you? Honestly, it's the ripple effect. If I could say it in two words, ripple effect. And what do I mean by that? Well, I mean by that when somebody hears something that they've enjoyed or were inspired by or got value from something that I said or one of my guests said, and then they actually go out and they create something magical on their own. I love getting an email from that person, Brittany, and them saying, John, look what I've created. But what I like even more than that is when they send me an email and say, hey, John, look what I've created and look at this email that I've received from somebody whose life was changed because of what I've created. And I never would have had the courage or the knowledge or just the passion or desire to go out and do this thing without episode X or Y or Z or without something wow. that you said or your guest said. And just the fact that I can sit back and recognize that, wow, there are literally people around the world, as you and I are talking right now, around the world, listening to Entrepreneurs on Fire right now. And not an episode I did yesterday, an episode that I did five years ago. Somebody's listening to right now, getting inspiration from that episode and maybe going to do some amazing things. And just that ripple effect, it just outlives us all. Meaning that like, I don't have to be there in the moment with every single person. I can create something, put my heart and my soul into it, set it free and let it go and let it inspire others. And that's what I look at every one of these podcast episodes as is like I'm releasing this butterfly wow. that may or may not impact a large number of people because you just never know. But the exciting thing is, you know that overall, the mass quantity of your work is really impacting people at such a high level. So that word ripple and the word effect, ripple effect, that's what keeps me going every single day jumping on calls with you, doing my own interviews, speaking at different places around the world. I mean, hey, it's hard to leave Puerto Rico. I mean, this is a gorgeous island. We have a beautiful home on the Caribbean. Life is good. I don't need to go anywhere. I don't like necessarily need to be making more money. But what I love doing is making yeah. more impact. And that's where my focus is right now. That's so powerful. That is so powerful. And I love that, that you have that so crystal clear in your mind. And what's, what's been the most downloaded episode that you've got? It's the one I did with Tony Robbins like five years ago. It was the first time I interviewed him. I've interviewed him three times now total. And just that episode wow. just really struck a chord with a lot of people. I mean, Tony just kind of really went on one of his Tony rants, he went deep, and then his whole team promoted it. We promoted wow. it on our side, and it kind of went a little viral as a result. So that was definitely our most downloaded episode to date. Um, you know, besides that, all of our episodes get, you know, tons of, uh, tons of downloads because our show as a whole is getting over a million listens every single month. So it's wow. just a platform that we were able to build. But Brittany, if you look at my chart of my listens over the years, like it is just very slow and very steady growth. There's no hockey stick. There's no huge jumps here and there. It has just been slow and steady growth over seven years. Wow. I love that because I have a podcast as well and I feel like it is like a slow, steady growth, but I think a lot of people have this common misconception that when they do something, they need to get millions of downloads right out of the gate because I know for me personally, I'm a high achiever. So I'm like, oh, I want millions of downloads when I first launched it. 
And it's like, no, it's, it's, it's knowing that it's going to take time. And I think so many people, they do something and it, it's like, okay, it didn't go as exactly how I planned it. And then they give up. Then they quit. Yeah. And, and they quit and they just, they don't, they don't understand what you just truly said, you guys, for all the listeners, turn up the volume. It's not going to happen overnight for you. It's going to take time. It's that slow, steady ability to, to discipline yourself to do that. And so how do you discipline yourself? You, you have such an enormous amount of discipline to be able to create what you've created. I mean, what hacks or secrets or tips can you give the audience to be able to help them as well? Well, I will say you did hit on what I consider uh, one of my three greatest strengths. And so one of them definitely is discipline. And I was an officer in the U.S. Army for eight years. So there is a certain amount of discipline that's instilled within you as training to become an officer and then to lead men and women in battle, which I did. I was deployed to Iraq for 13 months, was in a wartime environment where, you know, literally, if you weren't disciplined, if you really weren't having great attention to detail, like you weren't only putting your life at risk, but you're putting the life at risk of the people in your platoon or your company or your battalion. And that was just a big wake up call to me of like, wow, like this is the real world. I'm not in college anymore. Uh, it's time to really take this to the next level. And then I never forget my first job post-military was in corporate finance. And I just assumed that like, oh man, these guys are going to be so hardworking. They're going to be so smart. They're going to be just everything is about them. I'm going to have to catch up and do all these things. And I got in there and I was just like, wait a second, like it's go time and nobody's here. Okay. And they were trickling in over the next couple hours. And then, you know, sure enough, like there's footballs being thrown around. There's conversations happening by the water cooler. All are good things, good and fun. Like you do you, I'm not going to judge that. But all of a sudden I looked down and I'm like, I am literally outworking. You do you. Everybody. Yeah. I'm outworking everybody in here, like on day one. And I'll never forget, like the financial crisis happened about six months later and they let go 70% of the workforce of the, wow. of, of the floor that I was on with John Hancock and corporate finance. And I was one of the 30% stayed, even though I was literally one of the um, newest hires because the numbers didn't lie. Like I had the discipline to go in there every day, put in the work and make things happen, put my head down and focus. And so that's actually what I would say is where my discipline really came from. But I kind of want to add the two things that I also feel are my two greatest strengths combined with discipline as my third that really make a difference in what I do. So discipline, number one, be a disciple to a plan of action. I have a plan of action every day and I'm going to execute Brittany. Mm, that's plan so of action. I'm going to be a disciple to that. I'm going to have a plan. I'm going to execute you right now are one of 20 interviews I'm doing today. 20. I'm back to back today. And guess what? Wow. This is the only day this month that I'm doing interviews on other shows. I have one day a month I do it, going back to the batching. I am disciplined. I'm being wow. a disciple to this plan of action. Now, I am absolutely rigid. You know, I have a 15-minute max on all these interviews. That's why I can fit 20 in in one day. Of course, you and I go way back and we're friends. So when you said you know, John, 15 minutes, you know, like, I'd love to have some more time. I'm like, listen, let's, we'll go back to back. You know, I'll, I'll double Thank it up you. for you. 
because you know I love what you're doing and I see your hustle and you've been there. You know, most of the shows, frankly, that I'm I've been on today, you know, I'm like their first episode on their show or maybe like their Aww. sixth. So I just know that you're the kind of person that's putting it out there because you've been doing it for a while. So it makes sense for me. But back to the core here, that's my plan today of being a disciple to that plan of action. Number two, productivity. And people look at this word incorrectly because guess what? You can be productive doing the yeah. wrong things every day. And most people are really productive doing the wrong things. Email, social media, you name it, doing all these things, running around to take all these meetings that don't matter. You're being productive doing the wrong things. Yeah. True productivity is producing the right content. Are wow. you producing the right content? So that's why I'm always saying, okay, what I'm doing right now, am I actually producing the right content? And sometimes when the answer is no, then I do other things and that's okay. Yeah. And the last thing is the word focus. That's my third superpower. And the word mm. focus, I break it down into an acronym, Brittany. So get ready. Follow one course until success. Focus. Follow one course until success. It is wow. key that if you are going to be the success that you want to be in this world, that you're focused on what that success actually means, what that end goal looks like. And so you put those three things together, discipline, be a disciple to your plan of action, productive, produce the right content and focus, follow one course until success, you can't lose. And you ask for a tip, a trick or a tactic, I have created what I think is my best work ever. It's called the Mastery Journal. And this journal is all about you becoming more productive, more disciplined, and more focused in 100 days. It's a step-by-step -step process. Wow. I put all of my systems into that book, and it is amazing. Where can people get that book? TheMasteryJournal.com. Awesome. I love that. Did you guys get that? TheMasteryJournal.com. So, and then where can, where else can people find you on social media? So I'm at John Lee Dumas for pretty much everything. Instagram's definitely my biggest social media platform. Facebook, distant second, but you can just search John Lee Dumas for anything on any of the platforms. Um, and of course, you know, my website's really my kind of main headquarters. I have a ton of free courses. I'm a big believer in free so I have a Love free that. course on how to podcast, a free course on how to mm. launch a mastermind, a free course on how to create a funnel that actually converts. What do you know? A lot of people have funnels. Most of them don't convert. So I have free courses on things like that and much more over at eofire.com. Oh, I love that. So how, how, can you tell us any more tricks and tips about how to launch your own podcast, how to create success like you've created. Like, what is something that you feel is one of the most important things to master or to do to be able to create success in your podcast? Like, for me, I'm ambitiously trying to grow my podcast, and I have a couple things that I do. I'm curious what, what you do and what that feedback would be. Well, let's talk about your goal. So, your goal is you want to grow your podcast. So what I'm about to say sounds pretty obvious, but so few people ever do or actually even recognize common the obvious. Common sense is not common <laughs> practice. You nailed not. it. People know they should work hard. People know they should take the first lead. People know that, you know what I mean? Even I know this. And sometimes when things get tough, 
it doesn't always get done. Sometimes people get a little bit tired. Sometimes people get a little bit lazy. It's like, and this is one thing I learned, and this took me my entire life to realize, John, especially in the coaching space, because I, I coach so many people. And it's like, it's a lot of the stuff that people need to do is common sense. But the problem is they're not holding themselves accountable. And I don't know who needs this message who's listening right now. But it's that, it's that strengthening that muscle to be self-disciplined. And that's why I, I, I asked you, I think, a couple different times and a couple different variations, like, how do you do it? And how do you build that discipline? Because I, I truly believe that is the secret to success, is building that mental toughness that mental strength and that mental discipline to hold yourself accountable for what you need to do. Well said, Brittany. And to give some common sense to the thing that you brought up, which is, you know, a lot of people say, well, I have a podcast. I'm looking to grow my audience. Well, here's some common sense. Podcast listeners listen to podcasts. And for a lot of people that are like, okay, I don't get it. Well, guess what? If podcast listeners listen to podcasts and I'm talking to somebody who is looking to grow their podcast, my next question is, <clears throat> okay, you get that. So how many podcasts have you been a guest on in wow. the past three months? And they're like, uh, like three, two, maybe zero. Wow. And I'm like, okay, so you're looking to grow your podcast audience. Why are you not getting in front of other podcast audiences? Why are you not making it a point? to be a guest on five, 10, 20 shows a month. I am a guest on 20 other podcasts every single wow. month. I am, in, I am very busy. My time is very limited in a lot of different areas because I take my leisure time very uh, carefully. I have a lot of time set aside for health, for wellness, for fitness, all of those things. So, you know, I'm not going to mess around. And so if I'm doing 20 episodes per month, you know, not just making, but netting seven figures a year, Believe me, it's worth your time. And by you, I mean the listeners that are listening that are looking to do this to be on other podcasts. So you got to put in the work. You got to go mine. And by mine, I mean M-I-N-E, like you're actually mining like a miner and find other podcasts that make sense for you, that are in your demographic, that have your listeners, that have your avatars, that have people that, by the way, should be listening to your podcast. Because here's a stat for you, Brittany. The average person listens to seven podcasts. So you're not looking to just steal I'm not looking to steal your listeners right now, but yeah. guess what? Some of your listeners are also going to start listening to Entrepreneurs on Fire because they're going to be like, mm. oh, I'm kind of resonating with that JLD guy. So they're going to keep listening to you, but the average podcast listener listens to seven podcasts. So wow. imagine if you could become one of the seven podcasts of the 20 people that I'm interviewing today. I mean, that is just now X exponentially growing your podcast audience because you already have people that know podcasts, that like podcasts, that are subscribed to podcasts. Now all they have to do is open the podcast app and search for Brittany or search for John or whatever they might want to do and they're going to find the shows they're looking for. You don't have to educate people from ground zero on what's a podcast, like this is how you listen. I'm not trying to convert the unconverted. I'm trying to convert the converted. Wow. That is powerful. And you literally have inspired me to go out and get on more podcast interviews. Especially and you, Brittany, like with your name and your success and your ability to give value, 
minimum 10 a month, minimum. And by the way, like you can be doing what I'm doing and look to batch those things. Like when you're reaching out to these yeah. people, say, hey, I'd love to be on your show. This is why I would make a great guest. Da, 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 da. Oh, by the way, here's my link. I'd love if you found a time on this that works for you. Um, if there's no time that works for you here, shoot back a couple times and hopefully we can find something that works on my schedule. So I'm pretty wow. adamant that, hey, people are going to have to get on my schedule if they want me on their show because I get a lot of people oh, to reach sure. out to me at that point. And you put in the work, Brittany, like you're going to be getting on a lot of other shows in front of the right people. That's so inspiring because I've taken a break from a lot of podcast interviews. I, I know you got to run. Oh my gosh. We could go on for like hours about this stuff. This is so good. This is such a powerful episode. You're so good at articulating your thoughts with passion and integrity and just the ability to provide practical tips, steps, and tricks to help people. But I, I don't do a lot of podcasts. Like to be very transparent, I feel like stages convert way better for me. And um, you've inspired me to, to jump on more podcasts because I do something where I'll go out and send messages. And this is a common misconception. And we, we both have massive followings and people think, oh, people just approach you all the time. And it's like, I find I work best when I go out and approach people and approach big podcasts. I find a lot of the time when people approach you, it's for like smaller gigs. But if you want those big gigs, my biggest gigs that I've ever booked was me reaching out to them and then giving them a compelling argument of why I would be a good fit for their show stage or podcast. And so you've really inspired me to pick that back up again. Cause when I used to do that, I was booking like three podcast episodes well, a week. And Brittany, honestly, you're probably, you're probably right. The stages convert better for you. I mean, that's very likely to be the case, but let me ask you a question. Could you ever see yourself doing 10 different stages in one day? Like Ooh. that's just not oh, like physically possible. <laughs> so, you are good. Fly 10 different places in the world. Not a right. chance. <laughs> and I'm talking to one day, you know? So, I mean, like wow. keep doing your stages because they're working for you. But set aside one day a month, we are crushing multiple podcasts back to back to back. I'm going to do that. And the reason why, and I hope that the podcast listeners are going to do this as well. And I guess the reason why I haven't really done that is because when I book a podcast interview, I have to like make sure I'm free that day and my schedule is so crazy busy that I'm like, it's, you know what I mean? And I don't want to have to cancel on people. So it's just not a main priority for me, but the way that you just put that into context and the way that you described it, it, it's so manageable. I guess I had this thing where I was like, oh, well, if I'm going to go on someone else's podcast, we have to find a time that works for them. But no. even that one component where you set out one day and that's so easy and you're just like, hey, do you want to do a podcast interview on this day and just go back to back to back to back? I mean, you're packing up momentum and inspiration and passion and steam. And I love that. I'm yeah, so, so going to do that. Let's just say John, like, I'm going to message you and I'm going to be like, it's working. I yes, love this idea. Yes, <laughs> I'm expecting that message. And by the way, let's just say that like you decide that it's going to be the second Wednesday of every month. So that just means when you send them your calendar link, it can be the second Wednesday of December and then the second Wednesday of January and February. So even if that next one doesn't work for this person, they might book you a month, two months, three months from now because wow. that is the day that you set aside. So I have people that are booking me all the time on my one day months into the future. I know that I booked you two months into the future. I was like, yeah. wow, he's really busy. Yeah. 
That's amazing. That's amazing. Well, thank you so much for your time. I want to respect your time because now you got lots more podcasts and you got to drop lots more magic and inspire and change some lives. So thank you so much. This has been such a value packed interview and guys, please, if you found value, tag us on Instagram, tag John, tag me, share it on your story. I will reshare it. I've seen John reshare some stuff on his story totally. as well. So I think John just agreed to share it too. So <laughs> please tag us as long as we both see it and it's not in our other box. His Instagram is J O H N. L-E-E-D-U-M-A-S. That's his Instagram. Mine is at Brittany Michael Chuck, B-R-I-T-T-A-N-Y-M-I-C-H-A-L-C-H-U-K. Can you tell us again where people can download those free courses on how to launch your own podcast, their own mastermind, build their own funnel, how people can get your journal, where people can find you? What are you selling? How can people get more <laughs> involved in changing their life by doing magic and doing Doing work with you. Just head on over to eofire.com and everything's there to your heart's desire. All our free stuff, our courses, our journals. Go check it out. Cool. Thank you so much. We're going to put that link in the show notes. John, you're amazing. I'm so happy we connected for this. I had a crazy day. Um, I had two speeches. I had one yesterday. I have one tonight. Wow. I'm leaving for Edmonton tomorrow. I haven't packed. I haven't fully planned my speech. I have not got ready for Edmonton. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't care if this is anyone else. I would probably text and be like, Hey, is there any way we can do Monday? I'm so sorry. It's such bad timing for me. I love you, but my schedule is just absolutely insane right now. But I was like, you know what, John, we need to do this. I'm so, so happy we did. This has been so valuable and I just am so inspired myself by even what you said. And one of the big takeaways I got that you didn't even touch on, but I just really like it really landed on me. And I hope that the listeners really noticed this as well is how impactful you are when you speak. Like you are probably one of the best interviewees that I've done in terms of the way that you explain your thoughts and communicate your thoughts in a, you have this way of like opening it. You have a way of explaining it and like steps, forms, easily digestible, formatted concepts. And then the way you close that and reiterate what you said is just so inspiring because that's what has allowed you to end up on these massive stages, these massive podcasts, and to get some of the biggest names in the entire industry on your podcast. And so I just, I love that. And it's so inspiring to me um, to listen to, to some of the greatest speakers in the world like yourself. So thank you so much, John, for your time. I appreciate you. And I'm super excited to watch you blow up this space and uh, everything that you're doing. Thanks, Brittany. The pleasure was all mine. And I'll catch you on the flip side. Awesome. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed your daily dose of vitamin B. Now, if you are a real action taker who can benefit from high performance coaching, I have something just for you. A customized, high impact, result-based coaching program helping you hit your goals as quickly and effectively as possible. Now, here's the deal. This personalized coaching program is for top performers and spots are very limited. 
But if you're listening to this podcast, it means there still might be a few spots available. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to open up Instagram, find me at Brittany Michael Chuck. That's B-R-I-T-T-A-N-Y-M-I-C-H-A-L-C-H-U-K. Send me a direct message with why you feel you would be a great candidate for my peak performance coaching program. Because together with you, I want to help eliminate negative thought patterns, establish a stronger foundation in critical areas of your life, maximize your strengths, and start achieving record-breaking results. Nothing brings me more joy than teaching you how to control your mind, optimize your performance, and get better results in every area of your life. As always, thank you for listening. Until next time, stay tuned for your daily dose of vitamin B.